He's taller than I expected. <laughs> well, that's kind of ironic. You know what my first thought about you was? Uh, I can guess. <laughs> He's shorter than I expected. Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Welcome to the 20 Minute Podcast. I'm here with Pastor Rich Balvance. I'm Tony Dixon, and we are here for another 20 minutes or about 20 minutes. Yeah, approximately. Of, of, I have received some feedback that we're not reaching quite the 20 minute mark. So we'll have to talk more. <laughs> well, I what was it, 18 minutes and 47 seconds or something like that? Exactly on right. I, I don't know. But either way, it, it's approximately 20 minutes. That's right. Rich, how you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, but have I ever told you how much I dislike that shirt you're wearing today? <laughs> That's hurtful. I know, but it just sticks out. You know, you've worn it before. and uh, I like I di- my shirt. I didn't mention it to you before, but I'm I'm not really crazy about that I one. I put a lot of thought into my outfit today. Uh, I'll bet you did. And the fact that you're you're making fun of it and that you're judging it is not okay with me. Oh, well, you're one of the few people that I would feel comfortable actually telling you how much I dislike something about you. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) You've turned it into a good thing somehow. (laughs) That's That's one of the small talents that I have. But, you know, judging is a really nasty thing for, well, all the time, I suppose. but. And it's easy to do. That's the thing that gets me is it's so easy to be critical of other people. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to jump right in and create uh, an opinion about them without even really knowing much about the person or the situation. And what's interesting to me is that, well, you know, if you think about this is sort of spring break time and it's when a lot of people... Young people especially head for the beaches and all that kind of stuff. Right. The first thing they do before they ever do that is they go to the tanning salons. They're getting ready. To get ready. Yeah. So they won't be judged as a Midwesterner having gone to Texas or Florida or California yep. or whatever it is. That's right. And seeing that white body out there where all the bronze ones are that are <laughs> they're naturally in that environment. <laughs> yeah. So not only do we judge people according to those kinds of things sometimes, oh. but we expect to be judged that's by right. people. That's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, and we judge ourselves as well as a part of that. Maybe and we should talk about judging people today. Do you think so? Maybe so. We can. I'm not sure if I'll be able to spell that for our, our uh, title judgment judgment i can never remember those little tricks for spelling things. that's one of the words i always got wrong in spelling when i was a kid because i always put the e in yeah apparently that's not i don't think that's the way you spell judgment. not in america it's not no so So. it's just j-u-d-g let me make a note m-e-n-t judgment it's only eight letters but boy (sighs) does it carry an impact i think it is a good thing for us to talk about whether we're coming into the spring break season Mm -hmm. or not, because this is something that people don't struggle to do, is judge others. In fact, I'm glad you brought this up, because not too long ago, I came across this article, and it it was a few years old, but I think it probably holds up, and if nothing else, I would imagine it may be even worse now. Mm -hmm. And the article talked about how they did this study in a college setting, Mm -hmm. so they'd show them a professor And based on that, they said, okay, tell us what you think of this person. How would they answer this? What would they do in this situation? And the person, without knowing anything about them, just based on looking at them, created that judgment within a fraction of a second. Wow. 
Yeah. I suppose that's partially based on past experience or what you've learned, you know, over over time, and that helps form that judgment. But the thing that's interesting to me is that so often, if you judge people just by that quick first impression, you later may find out that that's not who those people are at all. Like you, I, I hate that shirt, but I like you. <laughs> that's, you know, as I thought about what we would ask each other yeah. during this conversation, I thought maybe I should ask Rich, hey, what was your first impression of me? Hmm. <laughs> and what was the tenth of a second that we first met? He's taller than I expected. <laughs> well, that's kind of ironic. You know what my first thought about you was? Uh, I can guess. <laughs> He's shorter than I expected. Oh, well, you went there. I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> but, and we have all these preconceived notions about people, and we attribute their character to that preconceived notion without knowing that person's background or what took them to that place. Yeah. Well, and depending on how that goes, I mean, the more that you get to know somebody, the judgments can be washed away in terms of like, the more that I get to know you, the more I like you. I realize that I thought this about you, and that's not actually the case. Uh, The flip side of that, though, is that uh, someone's behaviors can certainly add fuel to that fire as well, right? You know, that reminds me, just the other day, I noticed a Facebook post on, it's, it's an Iowa history group that I follow, and someone posted a picture of a newspaper ad from like 100 years ago, which was an invitation to people to come join the Ku Klux Klan fair. That's one of those cases where you see the words or you see the picture and and immediately people have a reaction to it. And not only that, but then their responses become more and more like the thing that they say they dislike. Yeah. You know, that's the weird part about judging people is that we kind of reverse it and turn ourselves into what we don't like about that other person. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about judgment that I've realized is that it's one thing to have these pictures in our minds that we create of people in our lives, of the people we work with, our families, people we might go to school with. But then there's a whole different level to this, and that's people who are in the public eye, right? Mm -hmm. The people who are sports figures or politicians or even people in public ministry, like pastors. Exactly. Uh, you're in the public yeah. eye. And it's always interesting to look at these public figures and what are those judgments that we have of them. I had heard that one of the things that's most Googled when people start to follow celebrities is, is this person a Christian? You know, is Michael Jordan a Christian? Mm-hmm. Is Kanye a Christian? Yeah. Well, that's been a more prominent one lately. Yeah, well, that's it? right. For people who are unfamiliar with who Kanye West is, he is a uh, high-profile celebrity. Do you call it rap or hip-hop or both? He's, he's done all of this <laughs> that, stuff over do. his career. He's a renaissance and, man. And, but he has a line of clothing, and given what we had known about him earlier in his career, we would not have probably come to the conclusion that he is Christian. Right. What he started to become more well-known for was his erratic behavior mm-hmm. and almost that shock value. People would come, he was one of those uh, artists that people would come to expect something out of the ordinary, something crazy to come from. When you hear about him in the news, it's going to be, well, what, what did he do this time? Or exactly. what's he yep. saying this time? Yeah, and now, now 
we have that same sort of shock from him when he declares himself to be Christian, starts organizing church, so to speak, around himself, and bringing people who we generally would not expect to be drawn toward the Christian message of Jesus and salvation into that sphere of influence. Right. Think about the reactions that you hear from people from the Christian community when that happens. Yeah. In what I've seen, it hasn't been, that's great. There's some of that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of questions, though. Unfortunately, we tend to deny the power of the Holy Spirit when someone who has been perceived as non-Christian declares that they have become Christian. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that can't possibly be. That's, you know, yeah. look at what he was, forgetting who we were. Yeah, yeah, they're not, a, they're not a churchy person. <laughs> that's right. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and then you can get surprised the other way. A real strong example of that is uh, the, the recent death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And uh, his daughter and all the other people who were in that helicopter crash my assumption is that most people did not anticipate that he was a Christian. I know that that was a Sunday morning when that happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to expose some of my own poor judgment. And that's this. As soon as I heard about that, you know, we had finished at church, we went to lunch and I, I didn't even look at my phone or anything. But after that, when I saw that this had happened, of course, the first thought was, man, that's terrible. As more stuff started coming out, first it was just that it was him, then it was him and his daughter, and I, and I couldn't help but, th- but think. And they were headed to a basketball this, game right, Sunday morning. That's right. You know, my mind went there, my, my sinful mind, that my judgment went there and said, well, sports on a Sunday. And it's not that that makes it okay, and I would never wish that upon anyone for that outcome to happen. But that was, that was one of my judgments yeah, there in that moment. I plead the same guilt. Yeah. I plead the same guilt. Yeah. And so uh, it wasn't until later, of course, there are ways that the Spirit finds to convict us. (laughs) And one of those ways in this case was finding an article probably about three weeks after that had happened, I think, or something. And uh, they they had said that morning, Kobe and his daughter, they had gotten up, they had gone to Mass, they had received the Lord's Supper. In fact, they went early before the Mass even started because they knew that they would have to leave. And so I read that, and man, my judgments were challenged as as they should have been. Yes, and as I say, I, I jumped to the same conclusion. Because we in the church recognize that all kinds of things are finding their way to impose upon what used to be our times of worship for many people. And so, you know, it's just, okay, well, that's another example, and, and proven wrong once again. We've talked a lot about sports figures already just in the few times that we've, uh, that we've met. You know, we talked earlier uh, in our very first podcast about the cheating that went on among the Houston Astros. Astros yeah. That's and, of course, that was a, probably a, a condemning type of discussion we had as well to some extent. But within that circle of people, however, are some who were professing Christians and some who were deeply involved in the cheating scandal leading up to the World Series. And and one of them, I'll probably mispronounce his name, Jose Altuve. I think Altuve. Altuve yeah. is uh, a professed Christian, but also potentially, it seems, uh, a cheater. You know? Yeah. And uh, here we are once again, and I'm sure he's judged from both directions. Just an imperfect Christian and uh, 
judged as a cheater as well. And it's just unfortunate that we jump to those conclusions. I, you you said something earlier about height. However, I have to <laughs> I have to Uh-oh. judging people by their height. And Jose is actually the shortest current member of Major League Baseball. <laughs> and okay. So I don't want him to be judged simply because he is the shortest. Uh, player in baseball. So I did did a little comparison here. Okay, let's hear it. Because he makes pretty good money. His official salary Uh is is $29 million. That's pretty good, I guess. $29 million per year. Oh, no. And he's he's only five foot six. (laughs) So that works out to $439,000 per inch. Okay. Per inch tall, he makes (laughs) $439,000. Now, LeBron James... In the NBA, mm-hmm. is six foot nine. Okay, and his official salary, not counting endorsements, just his official salary, is thirty-seven point four million per year. All right, that works out to four hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars per inch. So, in a comparison basis, the tall LeBron James, number one player in the NBA, <laughs> King James, only makes. About twenty-two thousand dollars per inch more than little five foot six. Oh uh, man, Jose! Look at that. Yeah, Those smaller guys can do big things. It's right. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I, I I thought you know there's got to be some salvation uh, for this. <laughs> that's right. For this height accusation. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Let's, here, so. let's get get something good going here. Right? Anyway, well, that was an aside. But so in all of these places where. It's tough not to judge one another or judge people who are doing something publicly. I guess the question that comes up in my mind that, it, that we go back to is, where does this all start? Why, why is this happening? Whether we're good Christian people, and I'm doing air quotes, mm-hmm. whether we're good Christian people or not, why are we so inclined to judge those around us? Well, we try to make ourselves look better, especially in the Christian context of making ourselves look better compared to other people uh, versus our relationship with God. And I think it's mostly to try and and make ourselves feel good about ourselves. And the Uh, only way you can do that is by putting someone else down. That's right. right. That seems to be the easiest way. Right. But when it comes to our relationship with God, we are all on an equal footing (laughs) because uh, all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And that went all means all in that. That's why we're urged by Christ not to judge one another, for one thing, is yeah. that there is nothing about one of us that makes us special in God's eyes. Yeah. There's only one person, in fact, that's spe- right. special in, in his eyes, and that is, uh, that's Jesus himself. One of the things that when I was a kid, and my brother and I are pretty close in age to one another, and so you can imagine there were times when, when we would get at one another about different things. And my mom would quickly spout off uh, Bible verses to be like, hey, check yourself. And one of the verses that she would always go back to is, don't look at the speck in your brother's eye before you take the log out of your own eye. And that passage in Matthew chapter 7, I think about that when I think about judgment towards others, because he starts it out by saying, don't judge, don't judge, (laughs) unless you want to be judged. And we're all in that same plane, in that same standard, which is, we all deserve judgment, and really in the worst of ways, we all deserve that. Exactly. And there's not one of us who has earned a step up from where we began. And that beginning is as natural-born sinners. 
it's only because of Jesus and the righteousness that he shares his own righteousness that he gives to us that we receive through faith, through our baptism, through the power of the Holy Spirit, trusting in the forgiveness that he has won for us on the cross. That's the only reason that God looks at us any differently today than he did before. It's only because of Christ. I would hope we can take that and, and look at that and say, we're not going to be able to go throughout our entire lives without judging other people. But hopefully in those times when we we have the opportunity to do so, maybe we can think and reflect back on that, on our own sinfulness. We're in the season of Lent now, and so, you know, we are reflecting on our own shortcomings and our own sinfulness. So to be able to look at that and to say, I'm no more worthy than anyone else. Altuve or LeBron or whoever it is, they may have way more followers. They may have way more people looking at them, but that doesn't make them any different than me or than you or than anybody listening to this today. I think one of the important things to is you know, what's the opposite of judgment? It's love yeah. and compassion, right? And understanding. And those are the things that we pray for that we would hope to develop and receive through the Holy Spirit as the proper way right. to look at someone. That is a beautiful shirt you're wearing. That's so nice of you to say. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's one of it. See how, see how that works? Yours, that feels really good. It's, I almost it, believed you too. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is that change of heart, that change of motivation that comes about by realizing that the judgment against us as sinners has been removed by Christ's sacrifice for us, for our forgiveness, allows us to be people that we wouldn't ordinarily be. And to see a shirt as beautiful, yeah. even if you don't think it is, that I suppose. 19 minutes ago was ugly. Uh, well, it's okay. <laughs> Let's not live in the past. All right? Right. So, all right, Rich, well, why don't we end our time today with prayer? If you wouldn't mind, why sure, don't you pray for sure. us? Sure, I'm happy to. Heavenly Father, we confess that, first of all, we jump to judgment against people for who knows what reasons, those preconceived notions that we've built up in our minds that cause us to to not see people the way you do. But we thank you that because of Christ, you have taken the speck out of our own eye through the forgiveness that we have through him. And so we just pray that you would give us strength and power to be the loving and compassionate people that you desire us to be, the people who do not rush to judgment, but rush with love and compassion to our fellow fellow men. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Rich, thanks for the compliment on my shirt. I'm still short. Well, I can change my shirt, but you can't change that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Yeah.